Welcome to episode 126 of The Recovery Show. This episode is brought to you by Allison, Lisa, and Michelle. They use the donation button on our website. Thank you, Allison, Lisa, and Michelle, for your generous contributions. This episode is for you. We are friends and family members of alcoholics and addicts who have found a path to serenity and happiness. We who live or have lived with the seemingly hopeless problem of addiction understand as perhaps few others can. So much depends on our own attitudes, and we believe that changed attitudes can aid recovery. Have you ever looked at your life and said, oh, what a mess. I'll never get this clean. It's totally unmanageable. Well, today we're going to talk about clearing a path. Before we begin, we would like to state that though we at The Recovery Show may be in a 12-step program, we represent ourselves rather than the program. During this show, we will share our own experiences as they relate to this topic of clearing a path. The opinions expressed here are strictly those of the person who gave them. Take what you like and leave the rest. We hope that you will find something in our sharing that speaks to your life. My name is Spencer, and I'll be your host today. And today's going to be a little different than a usual episode. June sent us an opening lead on this topic of clearing a path. She starts with a reading from the Forum magazine, shares her own thoughts, and then we'll invite you to share yours. So here's June. Hello, my name is June, and I am a grateful member of the Worldwide Fellowship of Al-Anon. For my program today, I wanted to read an article out of the Forum magazine. It's the September 2015 edition. And for those of you that are not familiar with the Forum, it is the monthly magazine of Al-Anon family groups. And it's just such a, a wonderful present that comes in the mail every month. It's only $11 a year, and it comes in a plain white envelope, so you don't have to worry about um, anyone else uh, seeing your business. So the article is entitled, How to Clear a Path in the Woods and in Life, and it is by Elsa H. in Florida. A friend of mine has several acres of beautiful wooded property that slopes gently down to a wide stream. There had been a hiking trail there at one time, but it was so overgrown that it had become impassable. One day, we decided to clear the trail so we could use it. Armed with rakes, weed cutters, and brush saws, we went to the spot where she thought the trail began. The trail itself was virtually invisible, but bit by bit, we were able to clear it. We sawed through the tree limbs that had fallen across it, cut away tangled vines, hacked out encroaching bushes, thorns and all, and raked away the debris that years of rainstorms had deposited. Eventually, the entire trail was fully visible, winding its way through the woods and along the stream. It still has some rocky spots, some patches of tangled roots and snaky vines, but we have spent many lovely relaxing hours enjoying it. For me, that experience represents how Al-Anon has worked in my life. In trying to deal with alcoholism, I never saw a clear path or envisioned any kind of destination. I never had a sense of what was the best thing to do, the best direction to go. I just reacted to every obstacle, every shifting current, and every new disaster in whatever way I could. I was always stumbling, always tripping on emotions, circumstances, and effects of a sickness I didn't understand. I never felt that I was getting anywhere or that I was headed for any improvement in my life. I never saw hope, serenity, or healing up ahead. I never saw anything except more obstacles, tangled situations, and cluttered emotions. 
Like my rake, weed cutter, and saw, my Al-Anon tools have enabled me to clear a path for myself. I don't always know what is around the next turn, but at least I have a sense that I am making progress, moving towards serenity and healing. Now and then I still trip on a root or a rock or get tangled in a vine I didn't see. But I keep my toolbox handy by attending meetings, staying in touch with Al-Anon friends, doing daily readings, keeping a journal, and reminding myself of the slogans. And whenever I am enjoying a pleasant hike and a nicely clear trail, I remember to be grateful for Al-Anon. I really connected with this analogy, and I wanted to tie it into uh, the journey of serenity in my program. So woods are like my life. I would force my way to a clearing by sheer will and force, but it wasn't easy, it wasn't pretty, and I unintentionally injured people along the way. Once I found a clearing, I figured I could relax, but that was never the case. There was always something else that needed to be managed, so my course on the hamster wheel of life continued. Still, I managed quite successfully. I had a successful career. I was married, raising three girls, financially secure, and living the dream, or so I thought. Enter alcoholism. I noticed my husband's drinking was getting out of control in 2006. He was managing, but in 2008, shortly after building a house from scratch that took two years, a small fortune, and all the energy I could muster, my life imploded. My husband had been deceiving me, and we were over our heads in debt, and he was by now a full-blown, high-functioning alcoholic, in complete denial, and blamed me for the deplorable choices he made, which I just happened to discover. Not going into the gory details, suffice to say, it was the worst nightmare ever. At my low point, I sought counseling and found my way into these rooms. Not with the idea that I was going to fix the alcoholic. I knew enough about the disease from friends and family to know that wasn't possible. I came into these rooms because I was so distraught and wanted help getting my life in order despite the alcoholism. My first experiences in Al-Anon were quite baffling. Here I was in the crisis of my life and the people around me were talking and laughing as if all was well in the world. I felt like my life was spinning out of control and they were, well, happy. I found that quite disheartening and wondered if I belonged. It wasn't until a wounded mom cried out about her son's recent arrest that I finally felt like I was in the right place. I didn't find comfort in her pain. It was more like a validation that I was not the only one suffering. I kept coming back into these rooms because I realized people had faced similar challenges and perhaps they could help me create a clearing in the landscape of my life, which as the author of the article in the forum so eloquently described, looked like massive trees, bushes, and tangled vines blocking any means of happiness, never mind serenity. The rooms were a means of hope for me, hope that something could be different. I didn't know how, but I knew it was possible if I followed the program, I could be laughing like the other people in the room. I continued to attend weekly meetings and remained hopeful, but each time I left Al-Anon, I still hadn't a clue how to start clearing my path. The meeting I attended was rather small, and I didn't reach out for a sponsor because I couldn't relate to anyone on that level at the time. I did have Al-Pals, and they eventually led me to a meeting with a group of Al-Anoners working the four-step together, and then my recovery took off like gangbusters. 
While working my program, my husband's disease continued to escalate, and often, as alcoholics do, he would blame me for everything and anything so he didn't have to look at himself. Unfortunately, that worked quite well for a long time, and as I was doing a four-step inventory, I thought, surely you are not suggesting I ignore the 900-pound gorilla in the room. That's what he was suggesting. Why should I look at myself when he was causing the world to spin out of control? And that was a very important uh, crossroads for me in my recovery because understanding the disease of alcoholism, my husband obviously was always blaming me for everything, as I said, so that the focus was not on him. However, when I got into the fourth step, they were also suggesting I look at myself. So I was very perplexed by that, but yet I kept coming back. And as I did, and as I worked that fourth step, the gorilla diminished in size and I grew in strength. I learned how my behavior could be causing me problems and how it just might be challenging for people to live with me. As I would later learn, acknowledging this imperfection would play a huge part in my husband's recovery. So there I was, I had a choice. I could sit in the woods and complain about the things outside of my control, such as the prickly vines or pesky critters, or I could use the tools of the program, look at myself, and clear a path. I shed the behaviors that didn't help me, adapted new beliefs, and found enough courage to keep going even when I didn't know what I would find in the next step. The saying, when you're in hell, keep going, comes to mind. Thus, I had my starting point for a clearing in my proverbial woods. Soon after my four-step inventory started, I was lucky enough to find a sponsor to help guide me on the path to serenity. She was and remains my tour guide to serenity. Again, Getting back to the analogy of the path in the woods, my journey was just beginning. My husband was in and out of rehab, and I was facing challenges in epic proportion. Just when I found a bit of a clearing in one direction, I came across a huge obstacle. Let's call it a California redwood planted directly in my path. Armed with my sponsor tour guide and the tools of the program, I realized that obstacles didn't have to be a deal breaker. In fact, I had gained a different perspective and now could look at obstacles in a whole new light. They could actually become opportunities. Thus, I could make a treehouse around the redwood and actually enjoy the view from this elevation. With just a change in me, in my perspective, the obstacle became a welcome place of enjoyment. As my path continued, I began to see the beauty that existed all around me. All I had to do was change my perspective and open my eyes, and it's right there. The clouds in the sky, the beauty of the trees, fragrance of flowers, music from the birds, and flutter of the butterfly. Simply the beauty in nature. And I wanted to share that as I was writing this program outside, a monarch butterfly flew around me and ended up landing right on my glass. And I thought immediately how beautiful and being a photographer at heart, I wanted to grab my iPhone and take a picture. I was afraid to do so because I was afraid it was going to fly away, but the uh, instinct took over. And just as I did move my uh, phone to take a picture, it did fly away, but it came back. It flew around, almost landed in my ear, and then it landed on my phone.
So I couldn't take a picture of it. I just was able to look at it and it was so close and so beautiful and it stayed on my phone for quite a few seconds and you know loving photography when you're always looking behind the camera you tend to miss the moment so the fact that it landed on my phone where I couldn't take a picture just forced me to remember the importance of living in the moment and that was just so beautiful so that was a spiritual awakening for me so it just reminded me of the the beauty in nature and just how blessed I am and remember as well that the Al-Anon emblem is a butterfly so combine that I would say that my higher power is pretty special and getting back to my story I did emerge through the forest a woman fully capable of living a purposeful happy and serene life and yet when I got to the proverbial fountain of serenity I learned that life doesn't stop there stuff happens life is full of ups and downs and the journey won't be over until my life ends my path isn't always easy but I know setbacks are really setups for something else to flourish. When the path appears to be blocked, I know I'll figure my way through, which means being flexible enough to look for another perspective, which is likely way out of my comfort zone. All the while, I continue to walk on the path regularly so it doesn't become overgrown. Despite my initial quest to reach my destination, which of course was the Fountain of Serenity, I now know serenity exists in little droplets along the way. In fact, there's an applicable quote on the back of the uh, same edition of the forum which states, Serenity is not the absence of turmoil, but the ability to deal with it. And that's from Connie I in California. Circling back to my journey. A funny thing happened while I found the courage to change in these rooms. My husband found his own recovery. And even though my husband lost his job, we lost our home, used all of our savings to pay for numerous rehab centers, and faced other adversities, we reconciled after a few years apart and are happier now than we've ever been. As it turned out, the changes I made in my behavior served as inspiration for him to make changes in himself. Go figure, guess the 900-pound gorilla had ears. I don't pretend to assume life is going to be a fairy tale, ending in happily ever after, but I do believe I have the power to write my own story and make my own happiness. If I don't like where I am, I can change it. After all, I am not a tree. So that's my program today. I would love to turn it over to the audience and feel free to share on any aspect that you heard that resonates with you. I certainly covered a lot of material considering that it was my journey. I can also uh, share with you that having presented this uh, program in two face-to-face meetings, very often the Uh, shares that I was able to listen to dealt with personal journeys, other analogies, and also what was lovely was hearing the way other people in these rooms faced diversity and flipped it and turned challenges into successes. So once again, my name is June, and thank you for letting me share. What thoughts Does this lead inspiring you? What has been your experience with clearing a path in your life? If you were in a meeting that opened with June's sharing, what would you say when it was your turn to speak? Please share your experience, strength, and hope on this topic. 
You can call and leave us a voicemail at 734-707-8795. And coincidentally, that uh, Google Voice number gives you three minutes to leave a message, which in many of the meetings I attend is how long um, I have to respond to the opening lead. So that's um, an interesting coincidence. Anyway, call right now, 734-707-8795. You can use the voicemail button on the website to join the conversation directly from your computer. You could do what June did. She recorded her share on her computer and then emailed me an MP3 file. And I've also done this successfully on my phone using a voice memo application on my iPhone. I assume there's a similar application on Android phones. And then uh, email the file from there. That's, that's pretty easy. If you don't want to mess with technology, email me and we can have a phone conversation, which I will record and include. Because what I want to do is to put together an episode as if it were a meeting opening with June's lead and then including your, your shares in response to that lead. And if you prefer not to use your voice, you can send an email to feedback at com, which is also the address you would email to if you want to have a phone conversation. That's feedback at com. We'd love to hear from you. Share your experience, strength, and hope or your questions about today's topic of clearing a path. And if you have a topic you'd like us to talk about, let us know. Also looking forward in a couple of weeks to recording another episode on the concepts with Akila. Uh, we will include at least Concepts 8 and 9, possibly also Concept 10. Concept 8 says, The Board of Trustees delegates full authority for routine management of Al-Anon headquarters to its executive committees. Concept 9 says, Good personal leadership at all service levels is a necessity. In the field of world service, the Board of Trustees assumes the primary leadership. And Concept 10 says, Service responsibility is balanced by carefully defined service authority and double-headed management is avoided. And these sound pretty uh, procedural, uh, but I think uh, if you take a little while, uh, you can think about how to apply those in your life, maybe in your family, in your work group, uh, as well as in the context of Al-Anon. And I feel like these three concepts, uh, one talks about one side of authority, one text about the other side of authority, and the third one talks about balance. I think they go together well. And if you want to know more about the show, go to the website, which is therecoveryshow.com. It has all the information about the show, including notes for each episode, occasional blog, and links to uh, the music that we're not talking about in this episode, but that we usually, in most episodes, have um, little uh, pieces of music relevant to the, to the topic. We also have links to some other recovery podcasts and websites. I want to thank everyone who sent email or voicemail over the last couple of weeks. I will be including your feedback in a future show. Next week, I'll be traveling and intend to post a best of episode for your enjoyment. It doesn't cost you anything to listen to the recovery show, but we do have expenses which run about $60 a month. You can help to support us and keep us on the web and in your ear. We have a donation button on the website where you can support us directly, just like Allison, Lisa, and Michelle did. And thank you again, Allison, Lisa, and Michelle. We have put together a list of recovery-related books. Click on the books link at the top of the page. And if you order one of these books from Amazon through our website, we receive a small commission. 
It costs you nothing extra, and it helps to keep us on the air. Thank you for your support in whatever form you give it, whether it's sharing the show with a friend or just listening. We are here for you. Thank you for listening, and please keep coming back. Whatever your problems, there are those among us who have had them too. If we did not talk about a problem you are facing today, feel free to contact us so we can talk about it in a future episode. May understanding, love, and peace grow in you one day at a time. Thank you.